All right. This is uh, our next episode of Invisible Visible, and I feel like we haven't done this in a while, uh, but we're back, and um, I have a pretty intense question, serious question for our seniors. As they know, they have four months remaining of their times here at the Academy. I believe it's four months. My math is tends to be poor, but I think it's four months. And, uh, and so it got me thinking about more future-oriented questions. And so I am asking them what they value and what are some of the two, three core values that they have or maybe hope to have as they move through this world. They will soon leave the academy. Uh, where we kind of, you know, hopefully in, uh, we have kind of an overarching value system that they abide by or have to abide by. But I wonder if they, they have their own personal personal values that they don't need an institution to to police them on, that they police themselves on it on a daily basis. So I'm just interested, because I think it's a good opening conversation for us to think about as we try to build a, a, a stronger school in the 2017 to 2018 and beyond. Just thinking about what students themselves, especially our oldest uh, 17, 18 year olds, what they value, and I think it's a good place to begin if we're thinking about, you know, institutional values. And so that's my question, seniors. What are your one to two core values that you live by? Um, so my one to two values are um, being passionate, um, about the way you live and acceptance, not just like tolerance, but acceptance. Um, so I'll talk about passion first. So I think especially in a high school environment, it's easy to be with a lot of people. This is going to sound really cynical, but there's a lot of people that are pretty apathetic um, and don't care about a lot of things. And so I think um, my view on everything has always been to care immensely and that's, I don't know if that sounds really self-congratulatory, but I think, I don't know, it's a lot harder to just care because life would be a lot easier. Like, you know, I look at everything and like, I don't know, it would be really easy if I didn't care about school, can just concentrate on running, or it'd be a lot easier if I didn't care about running, could concentrate on school, and then all the other stuff. But um, I think, like, you derive so much life from the things you're passionate about. And I think it's so, it would be so boring if you didn't care about anything because um, you don't have any of those emotion, like those emotions, like you have such a greater emotional spectrum if you have passion. So I think like for me, that like to be able to be friends with someone, like real friends and, you know, like have relationships with people, I think people need to be passionate about things. That's something I really value. Um, and then obviously um, acceptance is just, really core to what I believe because I think, um, I don't know, but I kind of feel like those go somewhat hand in hand because like if you care about yourself, you should care about others. So I don't know. Yeah. A question before I move on, before we share with other people. This is a big, broader question, but ooh, I don't want to, okay. A big, broader question <laughs> about passion. I know. I, Oh, man. I don't know how we're going to answer. We're not going to answer this question. This is another question for another day. But, you know, I wonder how do you build passion in an environment so driven by college and grades? You know, I don't it's – a, it's, a, it's a delicate balance that, you know, I try to do uh, as a teacher. But 
It's a hard balance when you tell people, be passionate, be passionate, be passionate, but also make sure you get above 3.9 to go to X school. And, you know, how do you balance those two things? I don't know. But anyway, core, one to two core values. Okay. So my two core values sort of go hand in hand. And... A lot of people wouldn't know this, but a big thing in my life is um, like faith and believing in religion. So um, I don't know. I just, it kind of sounds a little bit corny, but it's sort of been like always a cornerstone to me, um, sort of having a belief in God and sort of understanding that and like always thinking that someone's there to help you. And then also with service, um, every year I go on a service trip um, in the summer, and then throughout the year I'll do various service trips with my church. And... That sort of stuff, like, it really helps me because I get to hear different stories from so many different people that, like, I would never, I guess, never really hear before, like, before I started doing this, these sort of service trips. And it sort of helped me, like, become who I am by um, listening to other people and helping them and uh, just talking to them and seeing how they, uh, like, view different things, which was pretty cool. Can you, can you speak um, a bit more about your faith if you feel comfortable I know it's always like it's a non-sectarian yeah. school, so we don't really talk about it enough. But what, how how is it your core value? How in what ways? Can you speak a bit more about that? So um, I'm Presbyterian. Um, so my, our church is a little bit like it's not like an it's not a very traditional church. So um, our youth minister, like he admits that he doesn't know if there fully is God is a God or what God is like or if it's just an upper power, or what it might be. So that sort of, like, has helped, I guess, shape me um, in a way, because it sort of just gives me something that I can believe in. And so a big part of my faith is um, sort of, I guess it's just, like, it's not necessarily, like, submitting, like, your whole life to, say, God, but sort of, like, saying, like, oh, there's someone always there to help you. And, like, I don't know, it's a good thing to lean on, for me at least, because... I don't know, it just gives you something to bounce back off, I guess, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Does that sort of no, answer it? No, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, the two values that I hold highest, I think, are patience and open-heartedness and, like, open-mindedness. Um, I guess I'll start with open-mindedness and open heart. Um, just with an open heart and open mind to learn uh, not just in the classroom and like an eagerness to go beyond what you know, but like culturally, um, I guess emotionally with other people, your friends, um, to try new things. That really just helps you grow as a person. Um, I went to Spain and that was kind of that's an open-minded experience, I guess. Uh, in Spain, I got to try new foods and what have you, that's that's open mind, but <laughs> I don't know. Open but, mind, open mouth. Yeah, exactly. But on a more serious note, I think having an open mind and an open heart allows you to be more empathetic towards people, and then that goes hand-in-hand -hand with patience, um, not just with your siblings or with, I don't know, a teacher or whoever. You have to be patient with yourself and know that, I don't know, There's things will happen for a reason. And um, you just gotta. How do you how do you practice? <laughs> Sorry for my Oprah questions, but how do you practice patience? 
I'm not really sure how I, I would I practice patience. I know my sister tests my patience a lot. <laughs> but um, I think over the past, like, two or three years, we've gotten along a lot better. Um, and I think that's made me a more, like, patient person, not just with her, but with everybody else and with um, the way life works out. Um, so I guess the two core values that I'd probably say are most important to me would be, um, honesty and curiosity. Um, and kind of going hand in hand, I guess, just sort of to figure out everything that's going on in the world has always been important to me. Like if I didn't fully understand something or if I didn't agree with something, then I'd try to find a, a logical reason of why it did or didn't make sense. Um... And I think it's important to interact with people that way, too. Like, I think it's common where people um, get in, like, petty disagreements or talk behind people's back. And I think it's better if people are just sort of more open and honest with each other about what they're thinking. Um, so, yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's really it. Why honesty? Um, I don't know. Maybe it's Maybe it's not exactly the right word. I'm not sure. It's just I like to be able to... So, I mean, I guess honesty, because so what I tell my friends and my family when I when I give them compliments or criticisms is that um, I always want to be completely honest with them because I want my compliments to mean something. So, like, if someone asks me if I like her hair and I hate it, I'll tell her <laughs> because I want I, because I want the times that I do really like it to have meaning. So I want to be honest so that they know that I'm being honest every time. Um, some things I value is, uh, one is, uh, fairness, um, and opportunity. I think they go hand in hand. Like, I think people went with a lot of, like a lot of people just assume one thing, but really someone can be totally different. And I think that kind of shapes how people's lives end up a lot of the time. So I think like if people were to like, wait, I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, uh, I think if people just gave like everybody the same opportunity, which it won't that, that never happens. But if it did happen, I think people will be more like more successful than the, what they are. Um, and that also comes with fairness because life isn't fair, which which is unfortunate. But I think that's something that I hope people like learn to give people like whether like they're trying to get a job, you know, be fair to everyone that they're that they're talking to, but it doesn't happen, but that's something that I I value. Like if I were to be a boss. Um so I think two of my core values are like compassion and independence. Um so for compassion, I think as Peter was kind of talking about, like doing service has helped me get like gain compassion. Um, being friends with people in various friend groups, people from di different backgrounds, um, like all that kind of stuff helps me understand others and kind of be able to put myself in other people's shoes. And I think that compassion like opens doors to acceptance and friendliness and that kind of thing. Um, so that's a really big thing that I always try and keep in mind if I'm kind of struggling to understand someone or that kind of thing, just always try and put myself in their shoes. Um, and then independence kind of goes hand in hand with that like forming my own thoughts on people, 
Um, I've kind of always been someone to do my own thing and just like be more of a leader than a follower, I guess. Um, so I always try and like form my own opinions of people and different situations and that kind of thing. Really far, but um, are you tested in regards to your independent? Like, do you, I mean, high school is a really a, a kind of a mob mentality, um, and so do you find that your desire to be independent in thought, uh, hashtag GA, do you find do you find that being challenged a lot by just the environment of being around seventeen and eighteen year olds all day every day? Um, yeah, absolutely. I think high school is a place that you're kind of naturally put into f different groups or like that kind of thing. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like having your own friend group is totally fine. But I guess something I've always done throughout high school is just like be f involved in different groups, different clubs, that kind of thing. So I guess I kind of have always been independent and it kind of makes for a, like a weird high school experience because I, I don't know, I don't feel that I've like I'm completely like in a group per se. I kind of like float around and I'm pretty friendly with everyone. So I guess it's a different high school experience. Would you do that again? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Something that's really important to me is thoughtfulness. And I think um, this can go for anybody. You can go for like like someone that's your friend or a parent or a teacher or something, but I think noticing things that this person likes or dislikes or values or things that it is important, I think it's um, it makes you feel like they care when they notice. And I know the feeling like if someone notices something or says something that I like, I think you know it shows that they really care and it's a great feeling. And I love to give that to somebody else to have them know that I'm paying attention and I know what they like or dislike. And then the other one um, was, like Evan said, about fairness, but also like not being a hypocrite. I don't know the word for that, but I really try not to. Like something, if I don't like something, I try not to do it. But I think that's really just unfair, and I don't like hypocrites. <laughs> when, when, you say, when you say hypocrites, mm -hmm. uh, do you mean, I don't know, people who say... Kind of low-level hypocrites and higher-level yeah. hypocrites. Like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Well, I mean, high-level hypocrites, I guess they're just someone that constantly is hypocritical or just don't act as they say they should act or say other people should act or, or reprimand other people, and then they act that way. So that's irritating. But then I guess low-level hypocrisy, that's something that happens, I think, to everybody. So it's nothing... Like, you, can, you can try to notice it in yourself, but... Or make other people realize that they've done that or something, but I don't think it's something that's a bigger deal. Okay, so um, <clears throat> I have two. So one, the first one I think is hard work. Um, I think from a young age, it was always instilled in me that I could do anything I wanted as long as I worked really hard at it. And so I think that at least like a personal thing for me is when like somebody, like when people don't put effort into things that they're doing, then I don't think it's worth doing it in the first place. So I really, 
value hard work. <laughs> and the second one, not to get super Jewish, but I'm going to get super Jewish for a second. So, <laughs> so, so there's this Jewish principle. Um, <laughs> it's called tikkun olam. So it's like, um, like it like literally means like taking care of the earth. And so, like in a broader sense, like that's like recycling. But like through a lot of customs, it's come to mean like like not only taking care of the physical earth, but taking care of like the people on the earth and taking care of yourself. Um, and so I think that like, as much as like each person's life matters to an extent, I think like we're all in this together to be cliche. And so I think that like taking a step back and kind of remembering that and looking out for um, like looking out for my well-being and looking out for the well-being of everyone around me and for the earth is really important to me too. Um, one of the things that I value is respect and so I think that's more for me like it's hard for me to talk in front of like a group of people especially if it's like something very personal about me so I would hope that the people I'm talking to regardless if they agree or not would like respect what I was saying and then respond in a way and like wouldn't make fun of me or like talk behind my back because of something I believe in or say even if it's like really dumb or like something that they really don't agree with I would just hope people would give me that respect and then something else I guess is like I value like kind of like human interactions because I think that's the way the, like the best way to learn about other people and like especially if you're like super different from other people, the only way like you can read about it and you can talk about it, but like the only way I think you truly learn and like um, is like to actually go out and like like um, be active with them and like have conversations. Um, so one of mine is also respect, but more in a sense of, like, respect your elders, which I think is really important, like, your teachers, your parents, your friends' parents, your grandparents, stuff like that. Um, I just think it's really rude when you don't do that. Um, my other one is step out of your comfort zone. Um, so I have an example of that, which is, like, really insignificant, but it happened. Um, over the summer, I went to a leadership camp, which is weird because I'm, like, not really a leader here. Um, and everyone else was from public school and was nominated by their school to go. But it was with a Rotary Club, and my aunt is involved in Doylestown Rotary, so she had me go. And everyone says about that camp, like, you go in as strangers and you come out with best friends. And that was really weird because that happened, um, which I wasn't expecting at all. So I think also, like, step out of your comfort zone in that sense. When I did, I didn't know anyone. Everyone else had friends there. But also, um, like, go in being an optimistic person. So if I hadn't have thought that I was going to, like... Like, I didn't go in being like, oh, I don't want to be here. I'm not going to like anyone. Yeah. I would have had a very different view on things. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, all right. I'm going to be corny, and I'm going to list everyone's values. Cause I think it's cool. All right. So I wrote them all out because I am a dork and a teacher. So uh, respecting elders, stepping out of the comfort zone, faith, service, passion, acceptance, patience, open-mindedness, honesty, curiosity, fairness, uh, opportunity, compassion, i.e. service, independence, thoughtfulness, 
Fairness came up, came up twice. Hard work, taking care of the earth, because I can't say what Michaela just said out loud. Uh, I'll, I'll butcher it. Say it again. Amen. Respect. <laughs> Respect, <clears throat> excuse me, and human uh, interaction. Um, I want to add one more because it's going to land here. Uh, I'm going to be corny but important. I think love uh, needs to be here on here again. I think I don't mean that in the purely the romantic sense, even though I hope that everyone listening to this achieves that at some point. It, it is pretty magical. But I'm really talking about uh, loving uh, someone other than yourself. I, was in, I, I, I teach a class called Going Home, and uh, I randomly stumbled on this thing when I was talking about love is like, like being, like loving something. It's like you're in your house, and your house is super warm. You have a fireplace, and it's great, 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 great. It's awesome. You're with your parents, and you have nice food, and it's great. You, you stay there. It's wonderful. But real love is saying that I want to leave my house without a jacket, experience that coldness, and go to somebody else's house. And it's, it's the idea of expanding beyond what you're comfortable in and allowing for the opportunities to live elsewhere and other people, with other people um, and around other people, either literally or metaphorically. It's, it's hard work because it does mean that you must leave your house, must leave yourself without a jacket. Um, but the reward is that you go someplace even warmer than the home that you live in. And um, I, I just want that to also be a core value, this idea of love. But love requires work, and, um, and that is that. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I hope that you continue to listen. What are your, hey, what are your core values? Can we, can we be interactive here? Um, in the comments, in the comments, what are your core values? And if it's awesome, we will invite you to the show. So make a good one. You can be underclassmen too. In the comments. All right, have a good one.